Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's happening, everyone? This is Conversations with Ask Ash with me, Ashley Schuler. And let me tell you, if you guys have not been tuning in lately, this is the impact season, and we are talking to all sorts of different people from different walks of life. And we are breaking down what does it mean to have impact in your business, in your career? What does it mean to have this balance of being able to do what you love and being able to pursue what your purpose is? And so I'm excited because I have like, it's probably one of my dream guests. It's probably the dream guest. Yes, you just heard her voice. And her name is Nikki Saunders. Uh, and listen, she is one of one, first of all, first and foremost. Talk about it. Talk <laughs> she about is it. one of one. Let me tell you, before Nikki introduces herself, I met Nikki before, um, I want to say, well, before I really even met her. But when I was listening to Secret to Success, the podcast with Dr. Thomas and CJ and Carl um, and Jamal uh, King now, and I remember them saying, you know, Nikki, it was like, I, it was back in 2019, 2018. I remember hearing her name, your name, Nikki. And I was like, who's Nikki? And then I went to go like, I went on LinkedIn randomly, not even Instagram, but I went on LinkedIn and I went and found, I was like, okay. I was like, I don't really understand this because I know they're in Michigan, but then she's lived in a different state. And then, but then we were talking about social media. Um, and I would say that as I started to follow your journey and understand who you were after joining Breathe University. I was like, I said, sis got it. I was like, I was like, I don't know. I said, I don't know. Um, but let me introduce the guest. This is Nikki Saunders, one of one head of social media branding content for Eric Thompson Associates. Nikki, welcome to the show. What's popping? This is, this is fun. This is fun and exciting because I love Ash. Yeah, oh, know. Well, thank you. Yeah, I love Ash. So, like, I'm a low-key fan of hers. She don't even know that. So, no, I'm here. Whatever you need me to answer or talk about, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because literally a year ago, I yeah. did not have this platform of podcasting. Okay. I did not have this at all. Sure did. And, and since we're talking about impact and we're going to talk really about ways that you've have had impact in other people's mm-hmm. lives, how you have also created impact. And I remember the defining moment we were on someone's call. Maybe it was one of your many or many led social media and branding calls. And I remember saying, I think I want to do a podcast. And you said, right. I think if you're just going to do it, you just need to do it. Facts. And that, 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 like me. that, and that, yeah, and that was like it. Me. And then she was like, just do it. And the exact words said, the exact words you said were, Ashley, I just want you to go and do it. And then I was just like slain in the spirit after you said it, um, because it was so important for you to say that because I was in an element of just, just not being as confident yeah. and I just needed to go ahead and do it. And so I, that night I said, let me just go ahead and get this blue Yeti. Let me go and make the phone calls that I need and start the process. I want to go back to the beginning, not really to the beginning, but Nikki, but when just, I was five, no, <laughs> no, not when you were five, oh, um, because there's there probably only maybe like myself and maybe like 1% of the plane that maybe knows what they did at five. Right. But, but what was, what was a, a word that somebody said to you mm-hmm. that made an impact that said, Huh, that really changed my mindset. Uh, it would probably have to be from E, uh, for those who don't know who I'm referring to, just like she said, Eric Thomas. Um, and it was on one of those Sunday calls. I think I talked about this on my live just like yesterday or something. But um, I was on the Sunday call and this was before uh, really being in the team and everything like that. And I was very confused because I was good at multiple things, right? 
Like anything they gave me, I was killing it, right? And but you preach, have one thing, have concentrate on your one gift. And when my man said you're a mutant, I was like, mm. I don't know if this is good or bad. Right. But you tell everybody else one thing and you tell me another. There has to be a reason for it. You know, um, and just understanding that I'm not necessarily boxed in like everybody else. And after that, I was able to do whatever I wanted to do and no one can tell me nothing. Um, and it completely changed just the seeking of approval of one thing, you know, and being okay and secure that um, I'm just so much more than just one thing and being very aware of there's a season for my gifts and putting them to use in those proper seasons. Wow. That's pretty cool. I mean, and the, and the, the shock of someone saying you're a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I still don't, I still don't know how I truly feel about that. I don't, but it, you know what? It changed, it changed something. Yeah, you know I mean? it changed something. And I want to actually, actually know from from this perspective of being a content creator. And you've often said this: everyone's a content creator. Yeah, like it doesn't matter what industry, right. you know, you, you're whatever it is that you're doing. Like you are a content creator. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I have valued a lot through your lives, and we we want to kind of we'll we'll get into the to the start of that. But mm-hmm. one of the things into your lives that you often talk about is like showing up, like this mm-hmm. this aspect of showing up. Can you talk um, more just about what it means for you as a as a content creator or even as an entrepreneur or a personal brand? Why that's so important for people to show up? Because you often say it's not about you. It's not about like how you're feeling that day, you know. It's 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 always it's about relationships for me, right? Um, and I take everything that we do in life as a relationship, even though we can't necessarily hear the heartbeat of social media, hear the heartbeat of growing right. a business and things like that. If we're not present, if we're not consistent, it won't it won't happen. So like I always refer it to as a friendship. If you know, if we're best friends and I'm saying Yo, this is what happened. I'm going to call you. Right. And I call you. We have this every day. We talk. I'm one of those people. Like if you're my best friend, we're talking every single day. If not, I'm cursing you out. So um, I'm calling every day, every day. Right. And then all of a sudden I stop calling. Right. And my best friend and I'll use Nick for right now. Nick would be like, yo, what, what happened? Right. And as days goes on and I don't call. Right. That time is going to be preoccupied. That attention is going to be preoccupied with whether it's another friend or whatever it is. And so, though I may have that time slot, that attention, right, where all focus is on me, I lost it because I wasn't consistent or I didn't show up. So I look at that as far as, you know, social media, you know, if I don't show up, every single day, that person's attention is going to find somebody else's content, right? Or in that business, if my product or service isn't in their face every single day, not in an aggressive way, but you know, hey, you know, I'm here, right? They're going to, when they're ready to buy or invest or whatever, then they're going to be seeking for other things because when they're finally ready, they can't find your stuff. That's right. So, you know, consistency and just presence is huge because if we just break it down into real life and we see what works in real life, it could only work in branding and business because we're still dealing with humans. So I, th- that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a good perspective to have. And I wasn't thinking about the content creation, the showing up as that. This Mm -hmm. aspect of relationship. So when I started to think about it in that way, 
I started then thinking about how I was planning out my content as I know that in, in this, in this also too, when you're talking about commenting, like being in the comments, mm-hmm. like in responding to people, I would think about individuals that would either DM me or they would, and they would actually like comment. I would say, well, you know, I bet they would like X, you know, yeah. as you start to build that relationship. Now, um, going back to the the time when you started to think, I'm going to go live every day. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were when you were thinking of that, was that something that popped in your head and you were like, I'm going to see how it goes? Or were you thinking about this for a while? Because for me, seeing you from do, when you were doing the BU coaching, the social media calls, and then also seeing like every single day, Monday through Friday. And then it was just like month one went by month two. It was like, and you were consistently doing that. What was, what were some of those first 90 days like for you? Mm -hmm. Like, what was that whole experience? Um, so yeah, I just up and said, I was going to go live, right? There's no, if anybody knows me, there's not that much planning. Just recently I'm getting into the vibe of planning. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I have to bring other people in because I don't plan. Right. So uh, I just was one day like, you know what? I'm going to go live. There's people in my industry who wouldn't go live as much as I would. Right. Um, and still to this day, there isn't anybody who goes live Monday through Friday um, in the industry that I talk in. Right. So I did that. And the first 90 days, I'm, I ain't going to hold you. Like, I just... I don't see the true difference between the first 90 days and now. Right. Um, because I'm, I'm really big on that's just who I am. I'm going to speak what I want to speak. I'm going to teach on the things that I know that is going to add value. And we're going to keep the same cadence throughout. So, you know, that when you jump on my live, you know what to expect right now, the, Visuals may have been different. We tried new things. We, you know, did this. And I don't, you know what I realized? I don't know why I say we when it's a my life and it's only me. I always right. do this. Like we will be back. Like, no, it's me. So I tried different visuals, tried different ways, uh, you know, whether to just go live or either to just, you know, prepare it and do a countdown and all that great stuff to bring more awareness to it. But overall, it's the same kind of cadence of I go in, I have a little small intro. Now I have like little sponsors or whatever, um, have call to actions. I'm giving the lesson. I'm ending it with a call to action and we keep it moving. I think with social media, there's always something new to talk about or new to reinforce, you know, somebody is always ready to receive information on different days. So I could talk about uh, how to put on a shirt, which I would never do, but how to put on a shirt correctly on social media. And then next week I can approach it the same topic, but approach it in a different way on how to maybe make sure that if you're uh, wearing a hat, that the logo is always on so you could possibly get sponsorships, you know, uh, that matches with your shirt, you know, things like that. I don't know why I had that random topic. I don't know. I've, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened, I'm but going. yeah, yeah. But for me, those, those first 90 days um, is just a true reflection of who I am and it hasn't changed. Uh, like it wasn't a struggle. How about that? It wasn't a struggle because I was very aware of who I am. And how I'm going to deliver once that camera's on. Yeah, no, I think that makes perfect sense um, because from from my vantage point, nothing really has changed outside of the whether it is the look or even how you're able to flip content topics. Yeah, there may not, you know, and there's always, and to me, I've just picked up on it. There's just re- there's recurring themes within the topic cycles and yes. to be able to build on top of it, I think is, is, is super cool when you, so you're doing your lives, you're doing your lives and then you're big on community. I am. So you're big on community. So you had the text message squad, you know, mm-hmm. your replay squad. Yep. And so 
when did you know also too that the lives were like hitting people you know yeah how did you know um, that so i mean basic indications of like um when i go in on my lives i'm still very aware of the comments right I get distracted very easily, so I don't necessarily read too, too into it, but I am aware of the comments, right? And for me, it's not necessarily about the number of people that are on, but it's about the number of comments that I get, right? And so when I realized that the comments started to come in way more than maybe even people were, right? And they were starting to know each other and they were starting to have conversations within the lives saying hi to each other, you know, like uh shout out to Kurt when Ashley comes in is like, yo, what's up, Ashley? Like, how are you? Like they're having whole full blown conversations and understanding that the live that I have created um, has not only provided information, but has provided a safe space for people to come in and have regular conversations, have fun, learn while they're at it um, and just meet new people all within a 30 minute live, you know? And for that, um, I, I can't say I've seen too many other lives that do that. There's some that pop up and you get different people over, you know, with each live, but there is a group of people that come in and sometimes they only come in for the people who are watching, not even for me. And so when it becomes like that, I know this is working somehow, some way, this is causing some kind of impact somehow, some way. And I just got to keep going. Yeah, no, I would absolutely agree. Um, Being on the lives and just, uh, just, Hey, how have you been? Like, that's just been like, that's yep. the thing we're listening, but then we're also having the conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I want to transition into the topic of what content has inspired you? Like what has made an impact on how you actually put your own style and, and how you create? Um, I would have to say music videos have inspired me a lot when I was, you know, uh, growing up and still they just seeing some of the videos they're not as when as before, but just seeing some of the visuals that people do and put their spin on um, is really different because for me, I, I always refer to music artists because they sell a dream. They literally sell a story. And if you tell the story right and it attracts an audience they become millionaires. Craziest thing, right? They don't necessarily have physical product at the time. Later on, they get merch. But I'm looking at that and I'm like, you know what? You got to pay attention to that because how they've been able to create their own content, how they've been able to uh, become a whole personal brand before personal brand phrase got sexy, you know, you gotta, you gotta get inspired by that. You gotta look at it and be like, how, you know? So for me, it's always been music videos, anything that's outside of the box of branding and content I get inspired by because I'm not going, if I get inspired by my own industry and by the content that other people create that speak the same kind of vibe as me, right? Um, I will start to copy and I will start to look like everybody else in the industry. And that's what I never want to do. Like never want to do. I, I'm, I have a certain kind of style, have a certain kind of swag that even if you see me or not, I go in the clubhouse. They're like, yo, Nikki, I just love your swag. I love, I love your energy. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even say anything. What are you, right. what are you talking about? Sure. Right. But that all goes based off me being an individual and getting my inspiration from outside of the box than necessarily what people have always seen in the box. 
Mm. Looking outside of the box. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Now, in terms of your 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 team, the the, mm-hmm. the squad of yeah. deeper than the brand, is that something that you is that something you're in, that you encourage everyone to do, or is everybody coming in with their whole whole Avenger style of content creation? You know, when it comes to when it comes to that, are you guys always on like the same page? No, we're not always on the same page. It's all <laughs> you're talking about multiple different individuals, right? Right. Um, when Nick does, um, shout out to Nick, who is part of Deeper Than the Brand and happens to be my best friend, right? Um, what Nick does is completely different than what I do. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, even in his whole teaching vibe, we may talk about the same topic one time. And how he delivers it and how he shows it on his page is completely different than my page, right? Uh, Jose is clearly the quote king for some reason. I don't know where that came from. But quote king, Isaiah is starting to come out a bit more with the content and everything. Um, And how we get inspired is just different things. But when we do bring it all to the table, we're all assessing it and being like, Okay, what can we get out of this? What did we see from this Nike commercial? What did we see from this music video? How can we? So from that standpoint, it is uh, we get inspired by multiple different things. But the foundation of our creativity is pretty much the same. And we elevate each other by taking those different inspirations and putting it in a pot and just looking at it. Yeah, no, I think that's super cool because you each of you do have your individual styles. Like, yep. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's evident. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I want to say it was Isaiah had a post and I thought it was really powerful. And I believe to sum it up, he was talking about when you are editing the video and he was talking about the intent of the output. Like, mm-hmm. like, what is it that you want people to like get from it? Um, and I thought that, I mean, I didn't think about it in that way, um, you know, me being my little in-shot, you know, editor. But but yeah. it made a lot of sense. When you were doing content creation for your, for clients, yeah. you know, like let's say for, for E or for some of your other, for your other clients, is that the way that you're looking at it in terms of like what people are expecting or what is, it's like, this is it, like knowing the clip, like knowing the message, like so it's for like if we bring up e right um you have to think about as the brand who is who is the client so who is e he is a motivational speaker what do people want from e they want bars they want motivational bars why would i do something outside of that yeah right now i can make it look different from inspiration from outside right but from the totality of it, I have to give people what they want, which is the bars, which is all the gems that is going to make me wake up and feel like I'm ready to go. Right. So with any, with any client that we deal with, it's just more like, what do people know you for? And let's get to that. Let's not try to play so like, okay, let's experiment with this. And what if you said it this way? No, let's highlight the gift, right? Let's make it look great, right? Let's, let's uh, address those who, uh, who like to read. Let's address those who are visual learners. Let's address those who may love to hear things. You know, let's address these different audiences, maybe people who need to process a little bit longer than others and those who are ready to go let's let's address those but the core of it is to truly understand who that person is and highlight it for like to the roof yeah no i think that makes perfect sense being able what are you known for what are you Mm -hmm. known for and i think that's that's perfect now you know in terms of the visual piece of it and i actually just love when you talk about this which is some people may say, hey, I'm not a video person. Like, I'm yeah. not a video. How can I still have the same impact? Or how can I still have the same effect if you're not seeing my face? 
Because, well, this is the thing. People have to understand that not everybody receives information visually, right? So some people prefer to read. Some people prefer to listen while they're doing 17 million different things, you know. Um, some people just want to see a, a quick picture because, you know, what's that? What's that saying? A picture is worth a million words or something like that. Like a picture says a lot. Right. And so, yes, you're addressing certain people when you do a video. Right. But that doesn't mean that's everybody. You have a whole guap of people who don't necessarily have the time to watch a video or care too much to receive information from a video. So once you understand there's an audience for those people who don't do video, you're going to find content that will come out a little bit more natural for you that addresses the needs of those people. And as well as keeps you in a comfortable vibe of, you know what, I can, I can, I can do this content stuff because there are people who don't feel comfortable and only see video and they don't even like social media because they feel as if they have to do it this way. I don't know who told them they have to do it that way, but there is an overwhelming amount of video. So they may be like, oh, for me to stand out, for my brand to get the followers and all that great stuff, I need to do video. You need to do video of some sort, but that doesn't necessarily mean you in front of the camera. Your skills, and I say this all the time, your skills, your experiences, what we know you for needs to be in front of the camera, not necessarily you, right? So if I was to be like, if I had uh, if I had a pen, right, and I'm I'm a pen maker, right? Me going in front of a a camera, being like, I am a pen maker. Let me show you my pens. Why I became a pen maker is because of this. And th as I'm showing you, these are what no one cares. Like as much as we may think our story is so dope. No one cares until they get to truly understand what you're good for and what is the value that you offered them. Once they see that it is a selfless act and not more uh, just about you, then they'll pay attention and they'll be wanting to get know more about you later on in life. Not the first time they see you. Hey, I'm a pen maker. I've been doing pens for 20 years <laughs> now. Bravo. Okay. But when you show the pen, when you show how smooth it writes, the colors that it's in, how it, you know, fits in your hand, how it's not so bulky, how it just, it, it's an experience and show the experience. They'll pay attention more. And I don't know why. I promise you, my examples are so weird today, but, um, they'll, they'll understand the reason why they're following you and watching you. And then they'll be like, yo, who made these pens? Wait, right. who is this person? <laughs> like, because these pens are phenomenal. Same thing that we do with Apple. Back in the day, we we're like, yo, who is Steve Jobs? Like, who made Apple? What's going on? Let's find out, right? But it's because you showed the the product, the service, that is the extrovert of your brand, not necessarily you, once again, giving a whole life story and not even addressing your audience as far as why they need to watch it. So I'm big on finding multiple ways of doing content, figuring out how you can turn those into video before you jump in front of the camera and explain what in the world you do. Mm, I like that. I like that. The multiple ways to show your gift, to show the process, whatever it is, before you can put yourself out there. Yes. And then I think that also takes the pressure off. Yes. It takes the pressure off of initially saying, okay, here's my, you know, my uh, tripod camera. I got to press the button and, and just go live. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now even Instagram made it has made it easier. You can turn the camera off um, and you know and talk. Nice. You know, if, and if folks want to do that, you know, you can definitely train your audience to 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 do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to actually dive into you know going a little bit back further and talk about like, did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Like when you were, <laughs> when you like, did the, did you have those? Like, I, I can do this as a living in a business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. At all in life. Like entrepreneurship was not uh, common in my family or in where I grew up. Right. That wasn't that wasn't common. Um, that just recently became a trend. That was that just recently became the thing to do. Right. Um. And even when I like transition into that, I still don't necessarily label myself as that. Right. Um, I think just because everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and that I don't necessarily want to be what everybody else is. But uh, for me, I realized that I get bo- I get bored easily and I can't be constrained to just doing what other people want me to do. Right. Um, but I am strategic with, I'm not dumb to just jump and leave the job and do it on your own with no true experience. And no, there, there, there was a journey to how I got to where I'm at. Um, and very blessed for the journey and the journey is still not done, but no, I didn't always know. Um, and that's what was because when you asked me as a kid, what did you want to be? I said, I don't know. Ask me when I was 20. I don't know. Right. Shoot. Ask me, ask me in the 30. I don't know. Like, because I don't want to limit myself to a particular thing. So in this season, I'm doing this. Right. But that could go and turn left and turn right if God needs it to be. So. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. You know what I mean? I yeah, no, I think that makes perfect sense. And, you know, prior to, prior to his pressing play, we were talking about how the pandemic has shook up a lot of, yes. of everyone. And it's had, we all have time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And what do we really want to do? What should we be doing? When should it happen? Yeah. You know, and to sit back and then even for myself, vision, like really like looking at your life and really looking at what truly makes me happy yeah. and also like, what am I supposed to be doing and really doing, doing that soul searching when you are, you know, getting the team together and you're in those beginning stages. Did you think to yourself, okay, like this is the type of work I want to do. We want to like work with this particular client. This is the type of impact we want to make. What, what were those in those formative years? Uh, that was a mess. It was definitely a mess. I, I definitely did a few things for the bag that I definitely shouldn't have. And even for my team and for me, I can't say the whole team is like this yet. Right. But for me, I realized that I can't I can't help everybody. Right. I don't care how much money you give me. I can't help everybody like and and not necessarily from a skill standpoint, but from a passion standpoint, I realized that um, I'm not just for like company brands. That's not my thing. I don't care for that. I don't care too much for products and services from that just standpoint. Right. I'm more on a personal brand. And then I even broke it down and I talked to you about it where I was like, you know what? What I realized that who I'm really attracting are people in the educational vibe as far as uh, consultants and speakers and trainers and coaches and things like that. Those people who are really trying to add value to people in some way, shape or form, not necessarily people who have a shirt brand, even though um, I'll talk to them. But in all actuality, it's how does the person be able to sell the things instead of the product sell its own thing? 
So we were getting people like crawfish. We were getting truckers. We were getting all these different things. And I'm like, even athletes, we had uh, a problem because none of us do certain sports, right? right? I think all of us may be very uh, in tune with basketball and boxing and mm-hmm. football. That's about it, right? But anything outside of that, you're kind of pushing it. So, yeah, you know, hockey. we're doing different promos for sports that we really don't, yeah. you know, rock with. Sure. And they're like, nope, that's not it. And we end up doing even though the work was amazing, we end up doing like five, seven edits when normally it should have been like two. And then you look at the span of it. It's like, yo, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth the money that we got. Right. And so understanding that, yo, we not necessarily for everybody. And then the prices thing, like understanding that you are, undervaluing yourself in the very beginning. I I think everybody goes through it where you either undervalue or you overcharge, right? Like some people be like $10,000. Yo, what is your experience? I read it. (laughs) Right. Boy, if you don't sit down, like I'm not paying you for your dreams and ambition. This is not a college fund, but, um, I can't, I can't do it, but you don't know what you don't know. You always going to have to go through the experience. And for me, I, uh, undercharge, I undervalue some of the things that I've done, um, in the beginning and got myself into so much extra work for so little amount of money because I just didn't know. Um, I come from an IT background. So to do social media work and content creation, that was like, first off, this is easy. Second, um, what, what did people, people really charge for this? Like, what do you, what are you talking about? Right. So it it is what it is. And, and for me, understanding that I actually had to push away from client work because I am a servant at heart. And so to continue to put myself in those positions, like I'll either do it even to this day, like me and you talked about it. I don't do one-on-ones or do coaching right. like that because right. I'm like, no, just jump on the phone with me. What are you talking about? Like, what, what are we here for? So having a certain kind of boundary yeah. and taking it all the way out until you can, um, what's the word? Discipline yourself enough to have people value you as well as yourself value yourself, right? So I, I'm learning even till this day that there's certain things that I will take away regardless of how much money it is, just so I can be able to value it right and have the people value it right. And there's just people I won't work with because it doesn't match either my values or who I truly core like serve. Yeah, no, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, there's a there's a self awareness piece that you had to learn yourself, yep. and yep. you and it's kind of trial and error. But then, it, but it's also making an investment mm-hmm. into into knowing knowing thyself. Would you say with the with the areas that you didn't know know maybe a lot about or that you just needed more experience that your environment helped you develop that like quicker or you just you began to just learn those things from who you were surrounded by? I think I learned those things more by who I was surrounded by, you know, um, and also the the biggest part, trial and error and just putting my foot down and saying no. Mm. I had a whole season where it was just like, nah, I ain't doing that. Whole season. Nah, I ain't doing that. And everybody's like, yo, you you know how much money you can do? Yo, why are you talking to me for free? Yo, what are you talking? Like, you should do a course on this, do a course on that, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like, no. Right? And I realized that I have to find a balance of what the people want and what I can do 
that is of equal value together or um, slightly more, but not OD more. Because people will take advantage of you if you OD. If you just continue to do the, out of the kindness of my heart, right? Unless it's mutual, right? If it is mutual, by all means, and you really have to assess what mutual is to you, right? Because if you think it's mutual and then at the end of the day, you're doing way too much on your end and it's not being communicated of the the equal sacrifice is a whole different story, but that's a whole different conversation at the same time. Sure. Right. But it's, it's more on truly figuring out what you from not feeling bad saying no, because that does open up extra opportunities and extra time that you necessarily didn't have before. Yeah. No, I think that's so good to talk about the power of no. You had your season of yep. no. And did you find that that you had a transformation as you, in terms of just what, you know, did you notice anything different as you continued just to say no to the right things that you needed to say no to? Um, I, I, would, I would say, yeah, because it's like some people earn respect by you saying no. Some people put extra value in you because you said no. Right. Um, I'm, I'm super big on there's two types to be available and limited. Um, and I have almost mastered the in-between the ability to be available for you uh, on a regular basis. But when you are ready to, uh, take it to the next level, then it's a limited vibe. You have to be ready, ready to deal with what I give on that kind of basis. And that doesn't come out all the time. So you have to stay ready when that happens. You have to be able to uh, receive at that moment because it could be a 17 week joint and then it is done. You know what I mean? It is, right. it is all the way done. They're like, what's the part two? Nothing. Like <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. Absolutely nothing. Right. So um, so it's 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 one of those things you have to have a healthy balance for me. Um, but there's some people that are super available and that works for them. You get a consistent flow of of impact and money, right? And then there's people who are super limited that can charge a higher price point because it's not necessarily there, right? All the time. For me, uh, I like a little bit of both. Um, my prices are not cheap, no more, praise God. Um, but they're not to the point where you're like, I need a loan. Uh, I don't know if I could pay rent. Uh, man, this is, this is going to really, I got to talk to the wife. Like, it's, it's not that no more. It's not, but it is to the point you're like, hmm. okay, all right. I see what you're doing here. I, I see what you're doing. Okay, all right. That's I see it. what this is. I see. Mm, I see it. Okay. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. This aspect of value, valuing self, your time, and yep. others. One thing that you mentioned earlier, you said, you know, I'm not a, not a planner. I'm right. not a planner. You have, you know, been in or been exposed to systems. Yes. Systems probably within, you know, past couple of years and whatnot. Yeah. How has systems, how have that, how have they, the systems, and in, in kind of talk about not even just like a technology tool, but even just morning routines and things, how has that impacted you just in terms of efficiency, productivity? What have yeah. you seen it impact in a positive way? So, I've I've valued systems way more now than before. Like even from a simple standpoint, like you said, with morning routines, um, I have a solid morning routine that when I'm not doing it, I feel weird. I don't yeah. have no direction in life. Is it's really it's I don't know what I'm doing. 
just doing to do definitely weird. Um, and now I'm having to the point where it's exciting to cross things off. It's exciting for certain self-awareness. It's exciting to have your spirituality kind of vibes and your exercising and all that. Right. Um, and then from a tool aspect, um, understanding, especially from a team wise, you're depending on everybody to be like you and they're not right. So some people need reminders. Some people need to know where like a central location for everything like that. And though I may be great at building it, I suck at maintaining. Mm. Right. Um, and so it'll be great for the first week. Right. But then that'll be it. Right. But, um, notion has been really a, a, a game changer recently. Cause I've, I've stopped using the excuse of that. I'm not a planner and I'm not a systems person. And I just put the energy towards it as we need this, right? Like if, if it's not a we thing, like I need this, right? I need to have it look a certain kind of way. I get to see the links. I get to see what we're doing. Um, and it, I'm not saying it's even a hundred percent. It's probably like 30% like what it is, right? right? Then compared to what it should be. But it's definitely something more than zero, right? And I'm I'm definitely appreciating seeing the details more than before because it actually eliminates error and it actually eliminates um, doing things the hard way and finding it here and asking the person for here. I, I just get a notification and I know it's done. So I don't have to really follow up with people maybe as before. I just have to wait for the notification. So uh, morning routine from a basic standpoint and crossing things out. And then as well as um, Notion has definitely helped, even though I wish it was a little bit more visual from a creator standpoint, I wish it was a little bit more. But the uh, the super uh, visual one can cost you an arm and a leg. And I'm, I don't I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Um, I think that that is just so beautiful what you said about having notion in your life. I mean, it just makes the heart just expand. <laughs> and so me like notion like three years ago. It was like mad early it on, was mad on notion. Early. Right. And I was like, I don't I don't know what this is. And even when we started, like I, I promise you there was like three phases of notion. Uh-huh. There was like, all right, we have it and I'm not using it. Then we'll try it. And I don't like it because it's not super visual. And then I was like, okay, let me try to make it visual. So now it's like a whole control center, blah, 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 blah. Um, But I'm 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 still going to say I'm still low key struggling with it. I could utilize it way more and I'm not, but. Baby steps for me, baby steps from a person who uh, doesn't didn't believe in systems to now like appreciating details, appreciating systems. Now seeking out people who can uh, do the systems part and help me plan things out Um, and and giving them their flowers because I'm just not that Um, I'm, I'm fully aware based off like. For those who haven't taken the flight assessment, I've taken the flight assessment and, um, you know, understanding that is my biggest gap. And it's either I give that gap to somebody else, right? Or I'd be very intentional with it through certain seasons. And so I'm now at a phase of I got to get a person to help me get what's from here to something as a system and planning things out more. I just appreciate that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I would encourage everyone who's listening, Notion, and you. Have, there's other tools out there. These are productivity project management tools that help just keep you sane and yep. help keep you organized. And I teach people and I tell people, do not allow the system to overwhelm you. Learn the core features, five mm-hmm. or six. And then Matt, Nikki, as we wrap up 
Um, I want to just leave you, I want you to leave the people just with, you know, just a good good old word of encouragement about wherever they are in their season. They're a content creator, they're an entrepreneur, and they are still sort of just trying to figure it out. Figure yeah. figure it out. What would you encourage the people listening today? Master presence. Been very big on that lately. Master being present in people's lives, social media, your business, because people appreciate presence more than quality sometimes. People appreciate you being there, um, being able to reach you um, and see you all the time compared to necessarily you have the most fire content. You have the most fire product, right? Uh, they know that they can reach you even if your product does suck a little bit. It still has some gaps. You're just starting. Shipping didn't go out on time. Right. But if you say, yo, my bad, it's going out, they're like, all right, no, no, no problem, right? Because you're present, right? The second you lose your presence is the second that they go somewhere else. So just master presence. I love that. Where can people find you, Nikki? Where do you hang out? Uh, I hang out on Instagram more and more uh, every single day. Um, so that at this is Nikki's and I see KY with an S at the end. Uh, but you can find me everywhere with that same username, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, my podcast is Nikki and Moose the podcast. So that's at Nikki and Moose everywhere. Um, yeah. That's where you find me. That's awesome, Nikki. Thank you so much. Um, We'll definitely have to have you back because we need to get into the the pod vibes and what's going on with Nikki and Moose, Um, an incredible podcast. And we'll have all the show notes, everyone. We'll have all the show notes so you can follow Nikki and catch up with her. Um, Send her a message. Um, Tell her how much you enjoyed this episode. And I just want to thank you, Nikki, for being on the podcast so much. Um, It's been truly a pleasure. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back for another incredible episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.